0: You are listening to episode 355 on The Daily Grind. So as you know, I decided to rebuild my website using Wix. After years of frustration with just putting up with what I had, I decided to start with a blank slate and design my website the way I wanted it. And that's why I chose Wix. I was able to choose from over 500 amazing templates to get the exact feel and look that I was wanting. I was able to customize my site easily and add and move things where I wanted to ultimately optimize the experience for the visitor. The site has actually been completed for some time now. I'm just doing some final touch-ups and adding the 350 plus episodes, which as you can imagine, takes some time. But what would have costed me thousands of dollars and months of time, I have completed super inexpensively in only a few short weeks. Furthermore, Wix is actually designed for any device, desktop and mobile, which as you can imagine, being in 2019 is super important and valuable. Along with it, the amazing SEO capabilities that Wix presents saves me a whole bunch of time and money. And SEO, as you know, when it comes to blogging, podcasts, video is super important for growth and viewership. Ultimately, what I've learned is that building a website doesn't have to be painful. It doesn't have to cost thousands of dollars, and it doesn't have to waste a whole bunch of your time. It can actually be really cheap, inexpensive, and, and enjoyable using Wix. To get started with Wix yourself today for 15% off and build the site optimized for you and your business and your customers, go to wix.com forward slash podcast. Again, that is wix.com forward forward slash podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, everyone, I wanted to tell you about a cool little thing that I'm doing. This year, I'll be taking part in the Niagara Golf Marathon in support of some amazing, great local charities. Myself, along with my team and others, will be playing a hundred holes of golf in one day. Yes, you heard that right, a hundred holes. Our goal as a team is to raise $10,000 which will support some amazing local charities, including Pasto Mental Health, which is super, super important to me. All donations of $25 or more will receive a tax receipt. All I'm asking is if you enjoy the show and you're wanting to give back because living is giving everyone, please, please, please go to the description in this podcast, click the link, donate whatever amount you feel fit and what you're comfortable with. All proceeds go to an amazing cause, and I would really, really appreciate your support. Without further ado, everyone, let's get into today's episode. Joining us today on the show is Sarah Centrella. Sarah is a best-selling author of Hustle, Believe, Receive. Her new book, Hashtag Future Boards, is coming out July 9th. She is a master life coach and manifestation expert. Sarah's mission is to teach people how to manifest their dream life and that is exactly what we get into today everyone there is a lot of really super valuable information in this episode be sure you have your pen piece of paper sit back and really dive deep in today's interview with sarah centrella enjoy well sarah centrella welcome to the daily grind how are you today
1: i am wonderful thank you so much for having me on colin i'm really looking forward to our conversation today
0: So am I. Well, thank you so much for being here. We're all excited. Um, and if you wouldn't mind Sarah, say for some, you know, a few people out there being first introduced to you today, just kind of in your own words, sharing a little bit more of who you are and what it is that you do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I am first and foremost a single mom. Um, I have, I have three kids and they are really what has inspired me to totally kind of transform my life. I, um, started this journey about 10 years ago mm-hmm. when I began recreating my life from from nothing when their dad left and um, and so I've, I've turned that huge kind of rock bottom moment you know most devastating moment um, in my life to now my story and my purpose and my passion um, which has led to now two book deals uh, so it's amazing yeah if if we have like a title, I guess I would say I'm an author and a coach, but um, really my, my mission and passion is to teach people no matter like where you're at right now in your life or where you come from or what you know circumstances you're dealing with, if you have a dream, I have a formula to get you to live it and that's that's literally the purpose of my life.
0: That's amazing. So going back to say 10 years ago when you were kind of going through that difficult moment and you had to start to recreate yourself, walk us through some like maybe some pivotal moments for you and maybe how you were introduced to vision boards and manifestation and how that's helped you.
1: Yeah. um, When this happened, uh, so this was 2008, it was just a combination of literally anything that could go wrong in life all happened at the same time. So, you know, the economy was tanked. We had just lost our house. We had just filed bankruptcy. I hadn't had a job in two years because I was a stay-at-home mom. My twins were a year. My son was five. So there was just, like, every piece of my life – was you know the last straw was the marriage um and so i think the beauty in in all of that and the beauty in hitting rock bottom is just we can finally completely and totally let go of our ego um so (laughs) so. true um, once you've hit, because I, I truly feel like that gets in the way of us wanting to take risks and wanting a, to follow our dreams or start that business or do whatever it is that we want to do because we don't want to look stupid, right? We don't want to yep. fail. We don't want people to judge us, whatever. And let me tell you, like when you're at rock bottom, you don't give a shit. I don't know if that's helpful okay to say no, that, you but yeah. you do not give a shit. You're like, I'm trying to survive. Like every day is survival. You're not living my life. So, I could care less who you are, what your opinion is. And that was super freeing for me. And I'm grateful that it was a lesson I learned at 32 rather than, you know, 45 or something. Yeah. Uh, Because it just opened up my life. And I was like, okay, now if I don't care what anyone thinks, I don't care what anyone's opinions are. And if I have to recreate this life, then what do I want it to be? And that was such a heavy question. I had never, you know, asked myself because up to then I had created the life I thought I wanted, you know grow up, get married, all that. Um, so now that that was done, it just left a blank slate. And for a lot of people that can be really terrifying and, and I get why, but I chose, I think to look at it in a different light just because I had to, right. If I, if for I sure. um, didn't I would have, like spiral down really quickly. <laughs> um, and so I was just like, I just, took it as a challenge to start daydreaming again, just be like, Hey, what do I want? You know, like if, if I could go on vacation, where would I go? And what would it feel like? You know, if I was successful in whatever job I have right now, what would that look like and how would it change my life? Like, you know, could I afford to take my kids out on Friday nights instead of ordering in you know, so I really just basic, I made it like in my life, what does, Success mean what does a change mean, and then I I translated all that to pictures and just wound up like printing off pictures that that matched those things I was daydreaming about and just plastered my cube at work so that that's what I looked at all day and it was about a year and a half later that it just started coming to life and that was the start of this journey. Wow! And I not stopped. <laughs> stopped in ten years.
0: That's amazing, and it. It sounds to me, and I kind of went something through something similar, of like hitting rock bottom. And, and I know that feeling of not caring what anyone thinks anymore. I think we work so hard to try to portray an image of what we want others to see our lives like, and I yeah. feel like when we, we hit that rock bottom, you can look and say, it's not about what others want. What do you truly want? And you can kind of go back to that childlike stage of, of visualizing and daydreaming.
1: Absolutely. I think it's so freeing. Um, and if you can find a way to get there without hitting rock bottom, which I really highly suggest you do, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> that is the ultimate, right? And that's kind of what I work with my clients on is like, okay, let's de- define what your your future life is going to look like before you have that motivation. <laughs> you know, we don't want we don't want to have to create that motivation because that's the thing. I I truly believe we manifest everything in our life, good, bad, or ugly. And you know, looking back that rock bottom moment i had completely manifested it and i wound up of course being the catalyst to why i'm here and ultimately the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life um but it, it was something that i wasn't willing to take a look at before everything was stripped away you know what i mean yeah. um had to be stripped away for me to wake up and be like okay i'm alive in this life yeah let's 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 figure this out let's stop drifting um so my wish and my prayer is that you're listeners, wherever they're at in their life, they don't have to have an earth shattering moment like that to wake up and be like, okay, let's figure this out. Let's, let's dial up and, and let's go.
0: Yeah. So, So for you, as you started to, to recreate what you wanted your life to be and put those into pictures and plaster them all over your cubicles, I mean, those, that year and a half, those 18 months, what were some things you did? Because it's not, it doesn't just take, like, let's just put that up there and, and look at it. What were some, some critical steps you took in order to, to reach those goals that you were setting for yourself?
1: Totally, and that's such a great point, and I think that's what differentiates um, what I teach, and I call them actually future boards, um, which is the title of my, my new book that's coming out as well, um, because it's not just a dream board or a vision board or, like, I wish that would happen to me at all. It is like, okay, I've defined what I want this is exactly what it looks like mm-hmm. this is what it's going to feel like when I'm living it. How do I get there? And that's the real difference. It's like using it as a tool to motivate that fire within you um, versus just like, Oh, this mansion looks nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this Lambo <laughs> looks nice. Like, come on, man, you drive True. a mini Why do you have a picture of a Lambo on your wall? Like let's, let's get something that like actually means something to you that actually is going to drive you to work hard when nothing is going right, you know? And and I'm very open about that. I talk about that a lot, um, whether you follow me on social or whatever. I'm always really open about it is not an easy journey. I mean, the highs are so incredible. I mean, they're like living the one best moment of your life over and over and over again in all different ways. Yeah. And, and the moments that I've lived the last 10 years are truly mind-blowing, stuff I never thought that I would able to live, I've flown on a private jet, I've taken my kids around the world several times, Um, you know, crazy, crazy moments, but the (laughs) the moments in between can test the shit out of you, can be really, really hard, and if you don't know how to work for what you want, if you don't know how to get up and motivate yourself when absolutely nothing you're trying is working, um, and you don't know how to get through kind of those dips or those valleys to pull yourself through the other side and to keep trucking you're going to be 98% of the people on the planet that quit, you know, that don't get what, what they want ultimately because they're like, damn, this is too hard. Um, so I think being open about the work that it takes, the dedication it takes, the relentless pursuit that it takes really is, is something that I hope gives people a lot of, um, freedom so that they don't feel like the first couple times they're facing adversity when they're following their dream or their heart or their passion, um, that they're doing something wrong. Cause I think that's a very prevalent message. Like, yeah. you know, it should be easy if I'm doing what I love, right? It should feel great. I just want to work 18 hours a day and it doesn't feel like work. Fuck that. It feels like work all the
0: time. It feels yeah. like
1: work. Okay. Like it feels like good work, you know, like satisfying work, but it still feels like work. And so I think, one of my things is like i really want to remove that veil and remove a lot of those um kind of bs uh you know band-aids everyone is putting on the entrepreneur life or the life of following your dreams and be real with it and say no if it feels like you just got the shit kicked out of you that's normal yeah (laughs) i feel like that on a regular basis but i don't let it stop me and you shouldn't either
0: totally so for you, like kind of dissecting, how did you start to discover what you wanted to do? So like you you had this vision of what you wanted, but obviously you need a vehicle which is going to take you there. How did you start to to find that little, little fire in you which, you know, you would hop on that vehicle and it was going to take you down that path and, and towards that vision that you created?
1: Yeah, I would say that it's really changed over time. And that's another thing that I Want people to understand and be okay with is that our dreams and our vision, um, hopefully, will change literally every year. If you're growing and if you're moving forward, that is never, never stagnant. So yeah. when I first started, um, I started as an inside salesperson in a corporate sales job, and so my biggest dream for my life was to be an outside salesperson at first, right? Okay. And then the next year it was like, oh, I'm doing this and I'm killing at this. Like maybe I could do management, and then you know, then that dream was like, I want to be a VP. I want that title. Like, that's amazing. Right. So my initially, like those first couple of years, they were all very much related to the, the career and the path that I was in at the time. Yep. Uh, because that's all that I knew. But during that whole time, I started writing about my journey and sharing it, hmm. um, you know, just kind of for my own sake, not for anything else. And it turned out that people were like wow what you're doing is working i'm watching you do this i'm watching you say you're going to do something and you're doing it why is it working for you when you know i've done a vision board and nothing changed <laughs> um yeah. and so that slowly over time began to that piece of it began to really call me rather than me going out hunting for it um and then there was a period of about five years where i double hustled and like I said, at the top of the show, I'm a single mom. And by that, I mean, I don't have a nanny. I don't have parents, family, anybody. So it is me and my three children. Wow. Um, and a lot of people don't think Kudos that. <laughs> and they don't get that. They're like, oh, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so for all the moms out there that you're, when your husband's traveling and you're like, I feel like a single mom, please don't ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> remotely the same. It's like saying your dog is your child. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so but,
1: true. Um, right. right. So for 10 years, it's been that case and that whole – for that five-year interim before I um, started doing this full-time two and a half years ago, I was working a full-time job, traveling for that full-time job, being a full-time, hands-on mom, writing a book, and building my platform. Um, So I'm not very easy on my clients who try to give me excuses. (laughs) Especially that
0: time excuse. Like how many people give you that that I don't have enough time excuse? Oh,
1: my God. I just like – I want to (laughs) stop laughing. Like seriously – First of all, so when that thing comes to you, and I I, I do believe that it will come to us if we're open Mm -hmm. or paying attention and awaken our life. um, The thing that we're meant to do will will find us, and will call to us. And it starts. It can start right away. You can know it from the time you're born, or it can start gradually in the way that it did with me. And um, the more kind of I gave time to it and thought to it and all of that, of course, the more it grew and turned into a passion to the point where I was able to leave corporate my you know the career that I had spent so many years building and then take this giant risk um and start my business and and do this full time and it's not ever a guarantee it's not any easier for me than it is for any one of your listeners to do something that terrifying but by that point I had built this dream to the place where like there was no ignoring it you know what I mean I could not turn my back on it yeah Uh, you're in it you know
0: yeah so so for for listeners out there who are wanting who are going through that right now i think a lot of people are listening or trying to create that light for the life for themselves maybe they've created a vision board maybe they haven't but you had mentioned sort of earlier in the show like people usually you know will post a nice picture of a car like a lamborghini or a mansion and be like oh that 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 looks pretty cool let me put that on there like how how can they be doing things differently to make it effective for them
1: oh man there's There's literally so much I had to write a whole new book about it (laughs) because the first book that I wrote, um, the future boards piece of it was, uh, one of the eight steps in my first book, hustle, believe, receive, and that step was called see it. So it's all about visualizing and then surrounding yourself with, um, kind of everything to visually stimulate those dreams, whether it's pictures in your house or, um, your future board or whatever the case was, um. And then the more I really started dissecting it um, after that book came out the last two years and teaching it more and more and all of that, there is so much to it, <laughs> there's so much to it. But the biggest thing I would say, if I could boil it down to just some basic things that I see most people doing wrong, and you know, no judgment, because okay. yep. we don't know before we know, right? Um, but I would say the biggest thing is do not go through a magazine and pull out random pictures. stop doing that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) completely, completely. Um, So what you're trying to do is first identify your dreams in your mind. You have to see them in your mind. So if I say to you, Colin, what does your dream home look like? Where is it located? Can you tell me, can you describe to me what the living room feels like? Or when you're looking out from your dream master bedroom, what do you see? Is it an ocean, is it whatever, right? Yep. And instantly, even if you hadn't really thought about this that much, I could get you to see it super clear in your mind to a point where you're like, oh my God, that's kind of exciting. Totally. You're able to let go of like all the, well, when is it going to happen? How can I, f-? you just let it go. And you're like, that was kind of fun. And that's all I want. Like I want that, that little interchange to happen. And then you go find a picture that matches exactly what you already saw in your mind. Um, And I do that on Pinterest. That's the best place to find gorgeous pictures about anything. So that is everything. If people only do that, that's one of the biggest secrets to what I teach versus everything else. Um, And then I'll give one more. Okay, great. Perfect. (laughs) Um, And that is stop putting quotes on your boards. Quotes do not manifest, right? So if you're thinking about the idea of manifestation, which is I have a visual in my mind or a thought in my mind that turns to a visual, right? That turns to something I really want. And when mm-hmm. I think about it, I can see it kind of like an athlete does, right? Of course. Before they play a game, they walk through the game in their mind, and then they walk out on the court and play that same game, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so this is the same tool that anybody can use. Um, how is a quote going to come to life? I mean...
0: <laughs> no is- more live, laugh, love, wine <laughs> quotes, everyone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that is huge like if, if the word believe resonates with you or the word hustle res- whatever your words are right I want you to show me in a picture what it means for you to hustle hmm. what it means for you to believe right a word like believe can mean a billion different things to a billion different people so I want you to like actually see what it looks like because that is what is going to trigger it to come into your life and for it to be a practice you regularly take part in or whatever right yeah so those two right there i mean i, I just give away <laughs> two nope. of the biggest secrets you got you got what you need right there to make some magic happen those are
0: amazing because it sounds like you're matching your what you want to your emotions and, and i think when you do that like it it gives you that drive and i think so many people i mean even me sometimes like we look for that motivation sometimes we lack that motivation if you can have you know, a wall full of pictures of what you want that are meaningful to you, I think it, it just drives you in order to just just get started and keep going. It
1: changes everything. It, I, I really kind of equate it to um, a lot of people are, are seeking external motivation, right, because they don't know what to do yeah. or they don't know what they want. Those are the two reasons why you're constantly seeking external motivation because you don't know what you want or you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So if you've taken the time to define what sex, success means to you, like to me, Sarah, to you, Colin, every single person is different, right? Um, but I forced you to define it in pictures. So you have to show me what money means to you. Like, does that mean having a speedboat or taking a first class trip or, you know what I mean? It's different yeah. for everyone. But if you can define those things that actually you care about, right? So for me, when, you know, the first two years of starting my business has been the biggest roller coaster challenge of my entire life, it's totally different than, than being a corporate executive, like not yeah. even remotely the same, right? <laughs> but um, So in the good times, it feels amazing. And in this, the struggle and difficult times, it is going back to those dreams of, you know, my dream is to travel the world with my kids. Like that is enough to make me want to get up and get out of bed every day, even on bad days, right? Because I can see it so clearly in my head. I know what it feels like. I, I want it that bad. So the difference between kind of what I teach and what a lot of people do is my dreams pull me towards them. I do Mm. not have to seek outside motivation. My dreams call to me every single day. They get me out of bed. They literally are pulling me like, you know, I have the visual of those cords and you're, you know, you're working out and someone is like pulling you. Come on, let's go. Um, And that's everything, right? I don't have to self-motivate. They are the ones that keep getting up and kicking my ass and saying, Nope, you want, you want this. And this is why you're doing it. And this is why it matters. And this is why you're going to quit because you can't have this life any other way. So get up and figure it out.
0: So so a part of this board, does a part of it have to be like, would you say there's a big section of what you want long term, but you also want to put things that you could accomplish in the short term?
1: So I always tell everyone to, to do it five years out because I think a lot of people get very hung up on how, when you know, like especially I kind of categorize people in two different, um, very general camps. Like either you're a dreamer and you could just go crazy all day yeah, um, and you love this, but then you have no idea how to execute anything so you just quit because it's all overwhelming (laughs) and that was my category. Um, Or you're a thinker and you overanalyze everything and you get in your own way and you can't dream because you want to do a spreadsheet on how to make it happen. Um, and so I like the idea of five years, because for that analytical mind, you can just kind of let go of some of that stuff. You're like, my job right now is not to figure out how I'm going to pay for it, when it's going to happen. I just have to first put the dream out. That, that's my challenge, right? That's the hard part for me. And then for the dreamer who has can fill the board up no problem, um, I also want them to think a little bit longer term, because dreamers get really excited for right now, and they want results tomorrow. And if they don't get them, then they tend to be very demotivated by their dreams. So if we push it out a little bit, obviously it can manifest tomorrow or in 10 years. That part we don't control at all. But um, giving it a five-year plan really helps us to start creating our future and focusing on our future and seeing our future versus just dwelling in what's happening in our life right now. And that's a big thing.
0: Yeah, that, that's a huge thing and, I, and it makes so much sense because I think that's what a lot of people struggle with is like they'll have a vision board and they're really, they look at it for, you know, two weeks straight or three weeks straight and they, and they it doesn't come to them and they just go, ah, oh, this isn't working to me. I'm going to move on to something else. Right. But like I said, th- those tools that you gave, you know, all of us here today, like I'm going through, I think I created a vision board when I was around 21 but all these things that you're saying, that's what, all the things I did wrong.
1: <laughs> right, right. Well, right? And you'll, you'll really be able to see like as soon as you kind of – and and I will tell you when I coach someone, it takes us two weeks to put that board together. So these are I not bet. like grab your friends, have a party, and grab some magazines and rip out a board and in 45 minutes make your board. Absolutely not. It literally takes us two weeks. Yeah. So it, it's a big process and that is because you have to know all the answers before you can find the pictures. Right. See, and I really have, um, uh, my clients and everyone who learns how to do this focus on five key areas of their life. So it's, when I look at my board, it is like headlights on a black country road, right? It's the difference between living your life just one inch at a time or being able to see, you know, 200 feet ahead. So you can go 60 miles an hour. Like I know what's coming. I know what my life is going to be in every area. Um, And so I'm not just tunnel vision on my career or tunnel vision on my relationship or whatever the case is, which we tend to do. It's being like, no, I want to upgrade my whole life and I want to keep upgrading it every year for the rest of my life.
0: Yes. How big of an emphasis do you put on not only creating that board, but then being able to see that board and then almost like close your eyes and try to visualize yourself in those moments.
1: I don't at all. (laughs) Interesting.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: Here's the crazy thing. If you've spent two weeks defining what your dream home looks like, um, and not just because like I need a mansion, but like you're walking through it and you're like who's in my home It's my family who's waking up with me. Like so you're already
0: you're doing like, this before it goes on oh, the board yeah. ah, That's makes sense. Okay the
1: movie is in your head so strong and so clear that when you You know glance by for instance mine is in my room right now So it's the first thing I see in the morning last thing I see when I go to bed I almost never stand there and look at it truly almost never 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 um, hmm. but it's around me at all times And what is way more important is the visual that I have created in my mind because that is an experience, right? something I can tap into at any point. Like, you know, travel is one of my personal passions. So for me, if I'm having a a bad day or had a setback or whatever, I know I can go on Pinterest and look at gorgeous pictures of Spain because that's the next place I want to take my family, right? So. I know that in 10 or 15 minutes of looking at those pictures, I'm going to be zapped right back. I'm going to be like, okay, this is what I want. Can't wait for it, right? Yeah. I also have my ultimate picture of Spain on my board. So it's representative of that. So having kind of the picture that represents the movie that matters to you, all of those things work in tandem together. But you you don't have to visualize it because by the time you've done it, your, your mental movie is pretty strong and pretty exciting.
0: It's all right. So, so writing, even writing it down, no need for it once you've created that.
1: I write down, um, all of my goals, my hustle list, how I'm going to get there, what I'm working on. So writing, the act of writing is super important. And I do initially have everybody write the story of their future life before they create their board. That's also really important because it okay. is kind of, um, bringing in that piece of your brain Yes. That and by writing, I do not mean on your laptop. I do not mean on your phone. Pen and you a piece of paper. Have to get a pen and a piece of paper because mm-hmm. that's a whole different cognitive experience that's happening that helps you translate it in your brain in a way that nothing else can. Um, so yeah, that is kind of a great step for, for people to be able to, to begin working out what that future life looks like and then find pictures to create it.
0: This is great. Um, Sarah, I know this has been going on quite a bit. We're going to finish up with a couple of quick questions here. But um, one thing I'm always interested to know with you know, successful people like yourself is, say you had the chance to go back in time and maybe sit down with the 20-year-old version of yourself and not change anything, but offer yourself a piece of advice or piece of guidance. I'm wondering for you what that would be.
1: Oh, I would say... Um number one focus on what you want in your future and stop focusing on today that's been something that I've actively had to work on my whole life that if I got it back when I was 20 it would have been so much easier now right Uh, because I think like a lot of people I definitely would get stuck in the stress of today and all that does you guys all that does is manifest that day over and over and over again in your life it's like Groundhog Day so if you go through all of today and all you're thinking about is what's happening today and you're stressed about whatever you're dealing with today, just know that you just begged the universe to give you that exact day on repetition. Hmm. And knowing that and changing that has changed everything in my life, but it's, it's an active practice for me to do. So please, if anyone out there is younger than 43, younger (laughs) than me, get on that right now. Um, and then I would say the second thing is give yourself grace. Oh yeah. my God, like especially women out there, we're so critical about every single aspect of ourselves, of our life, of our how we look. Of oh my God, just knock it off. Yeah, give yourself grace. Pat yourself on the back every single freaking day. Give yourself the power to get through tomorrow. Right? By tearing yourself down, all you're doing is making tomorrow that much harder on yourself. Like knock it off. Give yourself some like. <laughs> I think of it like you know people get IVs when they're like depleted, right? Yeah. Super popular right now. You get like your little boost. <laughs> that's that's what you should be doing. You should be boosting yourself up. You should be pumping yourself up with your mottos and your IM statements and all of that to to make today today and tomorrow go a lot easier for yourself, rather than literally making it ten times harder on yourself.
0: I love those two pieces of advice, Sarah. For people out there who want to connect with you learn more about your journey and learn more about i think july 9th is when your new book future boards comes out correct
1: yes yes july 9th it'll be available everywhere and target just picked it up nationwide wow
0: congratulations that's amazing
1: yes so you can um, grab it at your local targets hashtag future boards available everywhere Um, and then my first book possibly received which is The entire method that supports how you build your board um, is being re-released in paperback with the Forward by Ed an amazing podcast. Amazing. Um, And they both come out that same week, so and they're both on sale for like 11 bucks, I think, on Amazon. So for you know 25 bucks, deal you need. (laughs) Um, And sarascentrella.com is where you can literally find way more information about me than you'd
0: ever want to know. (laughs) Awesome. Well, that's sarahcentrella.com, everyone. And when the books do release, I will also share with everyone in the audience the best way you can grab a copy of that. Sarah, the way we end the show here on The Daily Grind is I'm going to give you the floor and you have the opportunity today to share with our audience the thought of the day. So one thing or one thought that we can all go home with today.
1: Oh, boy, that's such a good one. Um... I would say that every single morning, when you wake up, spend 30 seconds, a minute, 10 if you have it, and inject yourself with what you need to get through the day. Start with gratitude um, and literally just close your eyes for a second and just be like, oh my God, I'm alive. I woke up today. My kids, my family, the people that I love around me, how lucky am I, right? So if you start your day With that mindset, and then the other thing that I do every single morning before my eyes even open, I've trained my brain to instantly go there, is to say to myself, what amazing thing is going to happen today. Like, I'm so excited what's going to happen today. And that is even when I'm going through it, right? When I'm getting kicked out of me. Because trust me, those are the mornings that you want to wake up and instantly begin your obsession with stress, because stuff isn't going the way you want it to go. So I've trained my brain to be like first thing in the morning, what's gonna happen today, I can't wait. Something great's gonna happen today, I know it. So then you go through the whole day expecting something good and you're never disappointed because whether it's like a penny on the ground or you just want a huge contract, something good is gonna come because you're looking for it, that's just how it works. So start every day like that and you're gonna be in such a better space
0: amazing and as you can see from this interview everyone success is driven by passion hunger and today visualizing and creating the life you want everyone has to overcome obstacles everyone has a story start building yours today today we had the chance to speak with the amazing sarah centrella sarah again thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and coming on the show here with us today
1: Thank you. Thank you, Colin, for having me. I'm just such a great combo. Thanks for having me.
0: The pleasure was all mine. And everyone, if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Drop us a comment. Let us know what you liked. Also, share this out with your friends. Until next time, Colin Morgan signing off. And always remember to keep on grinding.